You're listening to GID Radio, the best alternative for commercial radio on GIDradio.com. There is no competition because we are the best. Welcome back to the Bodega Cold Cuts Radio Show. This is J to the Mar, J number two, T H A M A R. Follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook. J Driller is in the building. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know. DJ Joe Bodega is in the building. See. <laughs> yeah. See. And we got Nature in the building. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's good? Yo, Nature is probably one of hip hop's best kept secrets. And I'm going to tell you, you know what? Actually, Complex Magazine has you as the ninth most slept on MC of all time. How do you feel that. about I've seen that? I've seen that. Man, it's kind of it's a crazy thing right there to be yeah. like, you know, I don't want to be like. You know, everybody should be slept on. You know, I wish the yeah. people were here and, and, you know, and understand what we've been doing. But, you know, it is what it is. I've been doing it, but I've been doing it for a long time, and I'm just glad that people appreciate what I do. Yeah, definitely. Mr. How, how you doing, man? How you feel, sir? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. New project out. Yeah. Seasons nah, change, man. Seasons change. You the know fall, what I mean? The, the fall edition, right? Fall edition. Yeah. Fall edition. So if you, ain't, if you ain't up on the, uh, the spring and the summer, that's already yeah. been dropped. You know what I mean? Catch up with this fall edition right here. Yeah, because you yeah. got it's, it's four EPs, right? It's four EPs. Yeah, you put them four, all together. Yeah, so was, more, it's more or less like an album, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. two yeah. albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A little bit more than an album. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. But it just, I just wanted to just just throw some work out there because a lot of people have been asking what I've been doing, and you know what I mean. So I just wanted to let them know if the feel that 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 '90s feel, that QB yeah. feel, still yeah. there. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yo, we need that. We got too many artists sounding like this from a, a different state. You know what I'm saying? So when we hear, you know, people doing what they're supposed to do, it's fucking dope. I mean, it's kind of hard, man, because these dudes is just going by what they hear on the radio. Yeah. And, you know, they think that that's, they got to follow suit and, and do that. You know what I mean? But that's not for everybody. I think if I try to do certain things like that, my fans would be looking at me like, yeah, yeah, like oh, what the hell? They would be like, why? <laughs> so, um... You, you have a very interesting career with the aspect of, um, to me, from the outside looking in, you came out of the blue. Like, like you you wasn't mentioned on, you know, Illmatic. You wasn't on, you know, it was written, you know. And it was just like, then you sort of firm. And it's like, like how did that come about? Like, how did you just get, what was your introduction into the rap game? Oh, uh, my introduction to the rap game was like this, man. I grew up in Queensbridge Projects. Yeah. You know, at the time, everybody was trying to do it. You know, I come from the the, the, the school era where we used to be in the lunchrooms banging yeah, on the tables. Yeah. And it just so happens that some of the dudes that I was around just happened to come into the yeah. game and create names for themselves. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when you're in the hood, you always keep mind of them dudes that, you know, that's talented, that you feel that that should be on that plateau with you, whatever. You know, and Nas was the dude that was shining at the time. And he was the one that was like, yo... I need you to come sit down with me and, and, and listen to this this idea I have, which it turned out to be the firm. firm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I didn't understand the rap game then. Mm-hmm. I just see my man blowing up, yeah. and like, yo, let's go, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, the world didn't know I was there, but the few people that circulated through the hoods and yeah. the schools and the, you know things like that, they knew what it was. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, Nas was just the first one. It was just the perfect opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So so the whole the whole firm concept, um, correct me if I'm wrong, um, I heard 
there was 50 Cent and Mary J. Blige was almost down with the firm. There was a whole collective thing. Man, the firm was had had like the the core members, yeah. you know, us the four. Yeah. And then there was honorary members. You know what I'm saying? You got Noriega, Noriega on the yeah. firm. You got Cannabis. Yeah, doing tracks with the firm. I guess at the time, you know, if you was making noise and you was down for, you know, to to, to roll, we was just doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? We was just winging it. We, we created the whole album in about, like, nine days. Wow. So we just That's went crazy. to the studio and just everybody just went in. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just sat back and watched it, and it was, it was dope. That's that was crazy. like the Queen Super Crew right there. Well, you, and then, you know what? They, they actually the first super group to sign the Aftermath. If you think about it, uh, they're the first super group to sign the after. It was Probably like the right first after all of that group. drama, you know, for the from the youngsters that don't know, it was a, a bunch of drama back in the days between the East Coast East and, and West the West Coast, Coast. Yeah. and we lost some great MCs, and yeah. it was just a, a real a lot of turbulence in the time. So you know, when we when we did the Firm project, it was the first ones to actually like sit down with Dre, Dre after yeah, all of after. that. You know what I mean? And he didn't want to come to New York. And we didn't want to go to L.A., wow. you know what I mean? So we went to Miami and a few of the neutral spots wow. and just banged out. Now, that, that's that's crazy up. that you mentioned the, the East and West thing. Cause, uh, and I, I have this conversation amongst my friends all the time. There was a Clue tape that was out a while ago. It was the, I think this was the first time I heard y'all labeled as The Firm. It was you, Nas, Noriega. Uh, Femme Fatale, which I think was wow. Foxy Brown. Yeah. No, no, no. Femme was, Fatale, Fatale was a group. Really? That was yeah, Femme Fatale? Was, yeah, there was three rappers. That was chicks. They was dope. You know what I mean? Shout out to Marquita and, and, and Hope and, and Faith. But um, they went up. They went with us everywhere. Yeah, and, and I heard I heard that freestyle. Now, this was, I don't know what the timing was, but Nas opened it up. Uh, stolen Pirelli's rolling over this Machiavelli. Now you was there. Now that sounds like yeah. a Tupac did yeah. straight up to me, and that's what it was. So this was like the time of the East and West Coast type of tension right there. So you want to talk a little bit about that, that whole thing right there? Well, I mean, I was, you know, luckily for me, I wasn't in in the game yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. You know, I was on the sidelines like everyone else, but um. You know, it influenced the music. It influenced everything. You know what I mean? It had dudes just like, yo, when's it going to stop? You know what I mean? But the kind of music that we make is real music. It's like, you know, it's from real situations and real things like that. So, you know, I I just do what I do. You know what I mean? But I sat back and I watched and, you know, I give praise to the dope MCs that came before me. And, you know, I just, it was a perfect opportunity for me to be amongst the greats. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's always going to be a part of my resume. You know what I mean? Shout out to Dre. Shout out to everybody that embraced what we was doing. And it was just like the time of my life, man. Yeah, like, how, how was that? Like, because like, at the time, you didn't have a record deal. No, right? no. You was, but you, you was... He I was, was the dude from the hood yeah, that just came around. You sit around. next to Dr. Dre, yeah, and, and, and you about to put out one of the highly anticipated albums, and it's like it's crazy. Like how did how did you feel? Like what I was the atmosphere? It, did, it like? didn't soak in until after the fact. You know what I mean? I, because I didn't have a demo tape to yeah. shop at the time. It was just word of mouth. Like yo, this dude's dope, mm-hmm. and if the dopest MC is co-signing you at the time, you're dope. Yeah, yeah, that's you know it. what I'm saying. So we went out there. I got to pick Dre's brain a little bit and listen to the beats and see how he worked. And it was like, yo, this was way before the Instagram era. I wish, yeah. you know, it, <laughs> Imagine, I wish I had the right? flicks for all that right <laughs> then. But, yo, it was crazy, you know what I mean? Just to be amongst dudes like 
you know, Ice Cube and dudes like that who yeah. used to be my favorite rappers. Not, these like, guys were like around in the studio and everything while you. I was mean, recording? when I went, when I, you know, when I went to LA, that whole door opened. It, it went from just from being the rappers that you heard and had the cassettes or whatever you had to yeah. actually being in the presence of these dudes. So you know, yeah. I got questions. I want to know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yo, how was Tupac? You know, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. You know, yeah. was it real? Yeah, yeah. And everything was, you know, it was dope. We got to work. We got to have fun, and you know. We made history at that time. You know what I mean? I didn't realize that how many eyes was watching us. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So I, I want to dial it back a little bit and like talk about like your influences. Like what what made nature uh, take rap seriously? Like I want to pursue this as a career. Was it just you went from a lunch table and you was that dope? I never. You know, people to this day still be like, "Yo, Nate is like." They'll, they'll call me lazy. They call me all kind of stuff. But I just love the music. Yeah. And I always did. So it was a time when, you know, rap was always something that I was trying to do. I would just take the words of whatever the hottest record is and just mix yeah. it and make my words to it. Or just like scratching up my mom's turntables at the mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think it was just like. It just had to. It just had to happen. You know what I yeah. mean. You know what I mean. It was. I fell in love with it at a time before dudes was really making money. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying. So it was never really the money thing that drew me into this yeah. this thing right here. It was just the love for it and just. You know, I'm from Queensbridge, man. We yeah. had Molly yeah, Mall. We had stars. Shane, we had yeah. we had dudes that you know I couldn't tell you how many records they sold, but yeah. they were names and they were you know they were big. So it was just continuing on with a legacy that was already start performing, you know what I'm saying? But That's shout out, I just, I'm just glad that I came in the, in the game the way with the dudes that I did, like, yeah, you know, definitely. the best. Yeah, definitely, yeah, because yeah, uh, Queensbridge has, uh, like, like, an unlimited talent pool. Shout out you to know? Mob Deep. Yeah. Cormega, you know, yeah. when we was talking about the firm, you know, Cormega, Cormega. was a part now, of now, that. Now, describe know? that now, because you was... The way it was looked at, you was a replacement for Cormega. Is that the reason why you and him had tension at first? Because of it was like, all right, he's my replacement. I'm replacing him. And how did that? I mean, it was never really. It it was never really like a. uh, It was never really like said that yo he was going to be your replacement. It was not not like an interview or a press conference or nothing like that. We were just. Two dudes from the same place that wanted the same thing. Yeah. But the the, the it just so happens that at the time that Mega had a bunch of people around him that was kind of like bad for the business. Okay. All right. So a bunch of moves had to be made, and at the time, you know, you know, Cormega was on fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cormega. A lot of people still to this day, you know, that's a that's a conversation that you know rap fans mm-hmm. gonna have. But Cormega was on fire. So I never looked at it. It was like, I'm replacing this dude. I'm just, yo, it's my time to shine. So, yeah, like, yeah, you know, if you, listen to the, <laughs> if you listen to the Firm album and you really understood what it was, everybody was on different labels at the time. Yeah, yeah. So there were stipulations. Like, the labels would tell Nas, yo, you only could be on a certain amount of songs. Really? Or you, or tell AZ, yo, you only could be on a certain amount of songs. So if you listen to the project as a whole... I'm the one that filled the void in. I'm yeah. on the most records. So I looked at it, it was well, you, like, like, that was like my like, album. Yeah, you're like yeah. on like six or seven tracks. Yeah, well, everybody's album. like on four. Yeah. Things like Cause, that. I mean, you you actually, which, which, when I first picked up the album, 
it was surprising because you had songs by us. Like, it was like you and Noriega. And I'm just like, word? Yeah. You know, like Nas yeah. and, you know what I mean? It was like crazy, you know? Was that was that dope. was dope, you know? So, I mean, the it was whole, a bunch of records that we made that didn't make the, the cut, too. Like, but how like many? we didn't have, I, I couldn't put a number on it, but we didn't really have a structure. Okay. We had the dopest producers and the track masters and Dr. Dr. Dre and, you know, everybody else that was unnamed at the time. Yeah. And we just sat in the studio and I never really made records. So I didn't really understand concepts and things. I just knew that, yo, we got to go in here and rhyme and, you know, whatever. (laughs) We got to follow what Nas was. And, and Nas was going through a stage where it was like the mafia kind of yeah mafioso you know, Nas Escobar the, yeah the Escobar yeah. the big QB chains yeah. and, you know what I'm saying like it was yeah. nobody doing that so yeah. you know we was trendsetters to that extent you know what I mean you know I, I honestly I, I was kind of disappointed in the firm in terms of how it ended you know because it was like one album and then I was like. You it was guys, the same year. You, yeah, it was like it was like, it was like that, that just disbanded yeah. like right yeah. after that, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you got the producers, yeah. you got the roster. What happened? Too many egos, man. Too many coaches and not enough players, man. Yeah, you can't win the game with five coaches and one yeah. player. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was just like too many egos, too many different. You know, at the time, everybody was quote unquote a star. star yeah. And I was like, you know, I think it was people were kind of thrown off because Nas brought me there, and everybody mm-hmm. felt that they deserved to bring their all oh, like there. Yeah, so that's why when I listen to the album, you still hear like "Rest in Peace" half a mil because yeah. AZ, AZ brought fat, that, half yeah, a mil. Yeah, yeah, Pretty Boy because yeah. Foxy yeah. brought oh, yeah. him there. You okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, all right, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, it was a little strategy going on yeah. within the whole thing, but. My goal was just to just, yo, do what I do, the records that I'm on, try to blaze them. Yeah. And let them know that it's not an accident while I'm here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, I think you proved that when you came out with uh, For All Seasons. So how, like, how did that come up? Because you got, you know, was it was Columbia, I believe, But right? even before that, yeah. like, it no, took my, you my, three years to come out with the album. album. Yeah. I put the I was putting music out and music was leaking so fast. They were popping wow. up on mixtapes unmixed without the choruses. Like, wow. yo, dudes were just Yeah. You know, and I I was mad at the time. I didn't understand how to how this could happen. So during the course of making my album, I actually recorded two albums worth of thing, two albums worth of material. And we had to like narrow it down because we couldn't get a lot of sample clearances and whatever, whatever. So for the, so for the beginning, my my uh, demo was the mixtapes, was the DJ Clue era, was yeah. was you know yeah. I, I flooded them that way way before these dudes thought about yo going and find a DJ and and putting these music you know these freestyles on yeah. there. DJ Clue was looking out and blessing us and coming to the hood and put me on all of his tapes first. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of built up, you know, that was, you know, some people just sat back and realized, yo, that was the way to go. And still to this day, like, yeah, you know, they feel like they forgot the importance of the DJ. You know what I mean? Shout out to all the DJs out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, yo, it was, it was crazy. You know, my, my story's crazy. You went from the firm to riding around with Noriega. Yeah. And um, jumping on one of the biggest records in hip hop. Posse band for TV. Yeah, you know what? I, I want to ask you about that. The the I heard this. I don't correct me if I'm wrong. The band from TV verse. Now, 
you heard the the, the the beat, and it was supposed to be you and Noriega back and forth. Yep. But you heard that everybody else was on the, the track, and you was like, I want to rewrite my verse. Yeah. You did? Yo, yeah. that's, you, I think yeah. you probably had the Every party I go to, every club, they would play your verse only. That's it. They play your verse, and they could DJ cuts it off. That was yeah, dope yeah, as shit. Yeah, dope. I'm, I'm glad. Shout out to Nori and everybody, and it just worked out perfect for me to start the record off. Yeah. So that the world could hear it, no matter what, no matter what you club, what club yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm just a fan of the music. So when I heard that Legends was on the yeah. joint, when I heard that the Heavy Hitters was on the joint, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Let me. Now, you know, was this before your record deal? Yeah. Wow. This was before everything. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I came from doing The Firm. That um, I'm leaving track on The Firm kind of like started the chemistry up with me and Nori. Yeah. And the Trackmasters had this had this little compound upstate somewhere. I couldn't... It was in Bearsville, wherever that's at. <laughs> it was in Bearsville. Yeah, it was like houses. It was no stores, no nothing. Damn. It was just studio. So we went up there and we just recorded. And then me, 50 Cent... And Noriega just, like, went in. You know what I'm saying? Me and 50 Cent shared the house. Like, half of the house was for him. And his right. entourage, half of the house was for me. And all we could do is really go to the studio and just order food and chill <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. talk and bond. Like, you know, yeah. nowadays dudes don't have that, you know, it's, it's so much camaraderie. It's crazy. Yeah. But, like, these dudes was, was my friends. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. yeah. These dudes was my friends, and to have the, the dopest rappers in the game as your friends is like, yeah. you, it keeps you on your toes, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. Word. You know, and, like, that's one of the, I, I like that verse a lot, you know, regardless of snow. And, and the thing is, you played it, you know, of your name, nature. Regardless yeah, of when I heard the snow, beat, man, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, when I heard the beat, it spoke to me. And my man, shout out to my man, Kadar. He was there. It was just really like, yo, watch me do this. And, you know, I came up with that verse in about 10, 15 minutes. And I was just trying to just show him like, yo, man, this is how you rhyme on on the beat like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I was was rapping back then, I was just trying to, um, I wanted to give the streets, I always wanted to give the streets something that they could embrace. But... You know, I think I, I take pride in being one of the first rappers to, like, incorporate the sports and the joints. And, and, you know, and, I was just about like to get that. to like, that. Dudes act like they didn't have no yes. TV w- yeah. when I was rapping. Yeah. So I was like, yo, all <laughs> this is going on, you know, like choking dudes like Spreewell. Spreewell, yeah. Like, you know. I, I think, I think you're, you're the first rapper that I heard that uses sports references consistently. And I, I was just like, you know, you say choking niggas like on Spreewell. And then it's like, you didn't stop there. It's like Magic and Bird. And it's like everything else. And because, like, man, basketball, you know, yeah. for me, that was like, Who's your team? it's still... Right now, I don't really know. Hold on, your boy, your boy's on the yeah, Knicks Yeah, my dude now. is on the Knicks. Shout yeah. out to, you know, Meta, or <laughs> however you want to call him, Artes. You I know call him Artes, My man. dude, Ron from the block. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. You got, you got a team. You don't want to say <laughs> any. I mean, it's, it's dope the, for us because, it, you know, we was, you know, in New York. Unless you got the league pass or something, you you forced to watch Knicks games Knicks anyway. Anywhere. So, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, shout out to, to the Knicks. You know, I hope they... To do something good this year, you know what I mean? But I'm just a yeah, fan, right. overall fan of the game and the and the sports thing. So it was like I was trying to use current events as a big part of my rhymes. Yeah. But if the records don't come out right away, the 
it, the time lapses and it kills yeah. what you yeah. said. Yeah, comes daily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, yeah, thank you. So you have to kind of be, you got to understand what you're doing and, you know, when your time frame is coming out. Exactly, because I think the other artist that I think does that a lot, uh, Joe Button does a lot of sports references in his rhyme. And I was like, yo, Nature used to do that all the time, but he used to do it where it stood out. Like, you knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. So I was just like, yo, Nature does it right. So and I was like, yo, he's a big sports fan. I saw a video uh I think rock like this. Yeah, yeah. He did, you had hockey. We left in field. Yeah, yeah, we went no, no, to no, shout no, out no, to the hockey players not, in there. What, what? Not? Are you? You watch hockey or? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, hockey is the only sport that allows people to fight. Mm-hmm. Like you're allowed to fight but until yeah. you touch the ground or something like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, once you touch the ground, the fight is teeth. over. Lose some teeth. So, I mean, you know, shout out to them. I, you know, a lot of hockey players could be walking around, and we don't know who they yeah. are or whatever. But you know, the love for the game is still the same, no matter what it is. It's a sport. sport yeah. You know what I mean, it's people who's feeding people's families. So I just, you know, I just wanted to incorporate that into rap because I don't think it's ever really been done. Yeah, you know, you know it's funny. They don't associate yeah, right. hockey with us, with our people. Yeah. So, you know what I'm yeah, so I thought that was interesting because I was didn't like, they, "Yo, didn't Onyx like do a?" Uh, uh, they did a, but it was they was the actual. They were players. in the video, yeah. Yeah, they was the like fifty cents. Fifty cents, like, like, yeah, uh, yeah. He was doing. Yeah, he hockey, was. And hockey is, I think, hockey is like one of the only sports that can end in a tie. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I never understood it. that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> no overtime. It's yeah, like, yo, it's a we've tie. been skating on this ice way too long. Fuck no, this. Nobody went. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, speaking of, um, you know, you mentioned Queensbridge and everything. Queensbridge QB. is actually, to me, one of the uh, places you have to go. Like, like it's like a hip-hop. Mecca. Mecca. Yeah, it's like it's like Queensbridge, like Compton, Brooklyn. Like, you have to go to these places to see what it's like. You know, you can't just listen to it. You got to, like, listening to it makes you want to go there. So, like, what describe the, the whole scene in Queensbridge, like, the atmosphere. Was now always, or then? Now yeah, is there so... You know, there's a lot of dudes out there that's still really talented and really hungry about this music thing. And, I, you know, I try to do what I can for, for the dudes like that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people just wait for the red carpet to be rolled yeah. out and expect the, you know, the, the, the sun to just shine. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you got to work. And Queensbridge at that time, you know, it was the biggest projects in in, yeah, you know, what was it like ninety six buildings? Yeah, like, six so I know that because I'm like, yeah. damn. I was listening to it. I look at the documentaries, and I, I was, I'm crazy. You about know, Queensbridge it, you know. is the only place where one one day the most gangster is murderous shoot 'em up guy yeah. can become a rapper. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. He's a rapper, yeah. and, and, and vice versa. But it was just crazy. It was just a so many people, man. So many dudes. So many different characters and personalities you know the stories were endless because it was so many many yeah you know what i mean and it was dudes that was just that they never got a shot yeah but man it's just trying to tell everybody's story and you know queensbridge is like no other man yeah it is i mean but you know with queensbridge too and i I was kind of like like damn if, if the artists from queensbridge would actually come together more it will be a bigger movement. It's like a crabs in a barrel. It's like crabs in a barrel mentality there. Yeah, it'll right? never happen. It'll be like it'll it'll never happen, man. It's like it's like Motown, right? Where you have so many different dope artists, right? Yeah. But 
they won't stand next to each other. Yeah, man. I don't I mean, like you know that. what I'm saying. And, and some people feel like you no. Know, shout out to everybody in Queensbridge or everybody that's you know that's came through the run you know the ranks. But Queensbridge, when I say it's like Motown, it's like you got your. Smokey Robinson. Yeah, you got Marvin Gaye. You got your Marvin Gaye. You know, you got some people that's going to be like, man, Marvin Gaye's better than Smokey Robinson. Yeah, yeah, Smokey Robinson's better. Yeah. But, you know, they both are dope. Yeah. And, you know, we don't put them against each other. You wouldn't have Michael Jackson, rest in peace, open up in a concert for Smokey Robinson. Yeah. You know, because some people, Michael Michael Jackson's better. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, everybody kind of. You know, everybody kind of worked a little extra hard and had to do what they had to do to get on. Like, even Nas, like, who would happen to be the biggest name from Queensbridge. Mm-hmm. But there was a time when Nas couldn't get signed. When they're telling Nas he sounds too much like Coogee yeah. Rap or, you know, he's sounding like this. Yeah. So for him to change up his style and come out and be successful, he may feel like, man, I don't owe nobody nothing. I had to do this. I had to de- yeah. deal with the door slamming in my face. And the same... Goes on for every artist out there. Like, Cormega had to go from being on a Def Jam yeah. to, you know, being dropped and having to do his music independent. So he may feel like, man, I don't owe nobody nothing. I, I had to do this. So everybody kind of was, like, doing them. Yeah. You know what I mean? We would try to keep it together with the, Q, you know, with the QB name, but everybody was doing them. You know, if you know the history of Queensbridge, you know that Mob Deep came out before Nas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and the, and the list goes on so, after that. But everybody felt that they reached their 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 levels without anybody else's help. So they kind of like I don't know, maybe that's just me, but there's no way else to explain it. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy because I I saw a recent uh, video with um, Noriega. Um, shout out to Noriega because Noriega is like all over the place. Yeah, and he was talking about how. Um, the, the record uh, music makes us duh, calm down that was supposed to be on War Report he said he said but Nas wasn't feeling trash at the time you shout know? out to my man E-Money Bags E-Money man. Bags yeah definitely I man. was I, I actually came to that session when they was recording that oh, really? record and E-Money Bags had a verse on the record on that and I don't know Come you know next time I heard the record E-Money Bags verse wasn't, wasldy, wasn't on it and trash, trash verse was on yeah. it so it was a lot of animosity. Yeah, under the, yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of hard playing favorites because you know we come from the streets and we want to give the streets and the people that we know that come from the streets the same opportunity as us. But some dudes don't kind of mesh. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying. So sometimes you got to be mindful when you're making these records and the people that you have because if you have a dude that never did anything and you put him on a record and then you take him off. He's gonna really be burnt, and he yeah. might not understand your logic of doing things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But we just so happy to make these records. Sometimes we just go in the studio, and we're not thinking like, "Hey, you got a verse? Hey, you got a verse? Come on, let's go. We're making a record." And not to think of, "Yo, this person might make the song better," you know. And that's what happened with that record right yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? And I know for a minute, my man E was kind of tight at trash and. Ah, it's kind of crazy. And I put Nori in an awkward spot. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, even Nori and Trash got into, like, a little, uh, you know, altogether discrepancy or whatever. Because he said um, later in the interview that he he had a song that he liked. I'm leaving. And and Noriega was like, yo, I want to do this song. And I think I forgot the producer name. um, And he wanted to do that song. But Trash was like, 
Nah. And then he did it. But and you was on the song, well, yeah, yeah, on the firm album, yeah. you know. So I'm just like, damn, it ended up on a platinum selling album, you know. It was like weird, like things like that, you know. Sometimes you don't, you don't, you don't know the next man's vision and what yeah. he's actually trying to do. You know what I mean? When we have records like that where the beat is actually speaking to us and we're like, we're yeah. like, we have to get these vocals out. Yeah. Usually, it's a it's a good thing. Like it turns into a good thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so what what is your relationship now with um, Nas? Um, <laughs> when I, when I haven't spoken to him in a minute. You know what I mean? It's been a minute. It was, I guess, it was just too much at the end. Like when I, it was like we were one crew, and everybody was riding for the cause, and it split into two crews, yeah, and it turned into you know other people that wasn't really you know. From the bridge, we felt like, yo, if you're not from the bridge, you can't really have a say in this matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's just that our our careers were going two separate places. You know, you hear, I'm not I'm not going to speculate on how he felt or whatever. I don't have no bad blood towards him. Shout out to everything he's been doing. And, you know, he's still one of the dopest rappers I've ever yeah. sat around and watched him work. You know what I mean? But we just weren't able to make records. And a lot of the people that kind of like... I thought like, that made, like... Good music together because songs. I, I, mean, yeah, I, I think so too. You yeah, know what I mean? If really you, good. You could get to them. You know what I mean? I still do what I do, and um, like I said, that's gonna always be a part of my resume. Yeah. So I can't really erase yeah. that. So you, every interview is you know they ask me, "Yo, what's up with this guy?" Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Man, I don't know. So what? What was your? How did you feel when you heard "Destroy and Rebuild" for the first time? Oh, I was crushed. Really? <laughs> I was crushed, but I wasn't crushed so more. About the record, I felt the record, you know, it was lies that was spread about me okay. in that record. It, it, I was hurt more because of, like I just said, we were one crew. Yeah. So there were dudes that was actually around when this record was being made that I would see that wouldn't tell me, yeah. yo, the guy <laughs> got some bullets in the clip, yeah. you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Get your clip come. ready. So I was kind of tight at, you know, it was kind of kind of bugged. Like, yo, I'm not really mad at the record because... You know, I just felt like that's where we were, and and you know, he he Nas does a lot of things for shock value, and that was kind of crazy. You okay. know what I'm saying? I just always felt that yo, we came from the same same blood, the same crew. We you know, we eat together, we do things. If there's a problem, we just pull each other to the side yeah, and blah yeah. blah blah. I'm not yeah. trying to throw rocks at you right. and try to belittle you to these dudes. You know what I mean? You know, it is what it is, and it just kind of was awkward because I made a record back. Yeah, Nas is not. Yeah, I made a record. That back. was a good diss. If you didn't hear, listen, really a good. A lot diss. of DJs didn't want to play. Still eating at that Wong's. That yeah. shit was dope. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> of the, because of the, 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 the you know, the, the, it wasn't full of punchlines or nothing. Yeah. but it was like real stuff you knew shit. about them. Yeah, yeah, like yo, yeah. this is shit right here. That's like when you hear this. It's not like you know. It's kind of different if somebody's making a record about you and they're telling jokes or they're doing yeah, other things, right. but. If, if I'm if I'm like you know twisting the knife too, I'm yeah. not just you know poking. I'm twisting the knife too. Yeah. But a lot of DJs didn't really want to play the record because you know he's a bigger artist yeah. and they didn't really want to have catch the backlash. Back, yeah. yeah, they want to get know? blackballed and things yeah, like that. So. so like I mean like when you heard destroy and rebuild, and then you heard the ether versus takeover. Did you t- did you choose a side in that or do you was like man nah it's shitting on me so fuck him too or nah, whatever? A, I mean. I'm cool with both of these guys, yeah. right? And it was a time if you asked me, I would have told you that they kind of act 
so much the same that they're like the same person, like the same really? kind of. Now, 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 how cool are you? Because when I say, oh, no, nature moved to Marcy. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that like, was crazy. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because I had a girl that was from okay. Marcy. All right. That makes sense. So people from Marcy would see me. It would be times where, you know, mm-hmm. I, you would see me in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a girl. You're there a lot of the times. Yeah. That makes so sense. So he did that. And, you know, when, when Nas and the whole Jay-Z thing came about, we were doing the QB's finest. Finest, yeah. At the same time, they were doing the Dynasty album, and we were yeah. kind of like recording in the same studio, like oh, a couple real? doors down from each other, oh, in shit. the in the middle of shots being fired, in the really? middle of the drama, oh, with shit. with two doors down from each other. You Damn. know what I'm saying? And um, I got a cool relationship with Jay, so I never really played sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I seen them both blowing up. I seen them, you know, I. I I kind of knew that there was something underneath the surface that, you yeah. know, would soon rise. But yeah. I didn't really take no favorites. I thought I liked both the records. I actually heard, you know, we heard the takeover first. First, yeah. So when I heard the takeover, I was like, whoa, this is kind of <laughs> crazy right here. You know what I'm saying? And then for Nas to respond and have his back against the wall and respond the way he did. I guess everybody was like, yo, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is crazy. But I'm glad that it didn't go no further than that. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? Yeah. But these guys was these guys are like, you know, they're supposed to be the best of our time. Yeah. And, you know, to have them, you know, feuding is kind of yeah. retarded. Yeah. You know, what kind of direction, what kind of, what kind of messages is sending to these new artists that's coming up? You know what I'm saying? But just shout out to the MCs out there, the dudes that actually take the serious and Whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. So um your your new project, uh Seasons Change. Seasons you know, Change, you know, what, baby. Um how can people get it? What it's about. Uh, so so Seasons I, Change is just a bunch of music I put together that kind of reflect the times of, you know, the summer. You know, is the the theme of it is the all four seasons, you know what I'm saying? And when you when you get all the projects together, all four of the seasons change EPs and you put the pictures together, it actually makes the picture of my first LP. Oh, okay. For all That's seasons. Dope. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um who knows? Maybe I get the you know, I get the, the urge to make a full length LP, but I just wanted to it's I've never done anything like this. Yeah. It's kinda like putting out music too fast sometimes. Like yeah. every couple of months a new project comes out and you know, and I come from the era where everything was audio. We just was like tapes and CDs, so you know I wasn't really hip to the the visuals part. So now I got a bunch of videos, and yeah. you know it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's like a whole new artist. That's that's, that's good. You, you you know I I would be interested in the Noriega and Nature album because y'all did the Magic and Bird, you know, me Blood too, Money me too, too me and too. I'm just like yo, you do a lot. It's like y'all have the good chemistry. I think I think y'all bring the best out of each other. So I mean, what, what you know, what's up with that? You know, you I mean, call Noriega it. right now. It's like. <laughs> Now he knows. Shout out to Nori. He out in uh, Miami right now, working on his Good Belt Gang project. And um, I always throw that at him, like, "Yo, you know, it ain't nothing. The DJs already know what it is. The fans that that you know, we've been putting out music for years. And um, on the last EP I put out, the Summer Edition, I had a song. I got a song with Nori called Yo, Thomas, Thomas Money. Money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I went out there. We just shot a video and just try to just do what we do. You know, Nori is always. Hyper and you know yeah, yeah. He, you know he, he I'm the more laid back kind of guy so it's like the odd couple but when we make the yeah, music, music it's dope. Is, yeah. yeah so yeah. you want to give your information out there your Twitter Facebook yeah your website. man you can hit me up on Twitter man the real nature 
on Twitter, Instagram, you know what I mean? I'm out there. You know, I'm just trying to promote and try to do what I do. I need enough of y'all to, to, to come support what we do. The music right now is on iTunes. Seasons change, you know, uh, uh, Bandcamp. You know, we're selling it through our website, dcmhiphop.com. You know, I just want people to just, you know, if you're fans of that kind of music, if you want to hear the music that you're hearing in the club and you just focused on, you know, strip club music or, <laughs> or trap music, that's it ain't it. But if you come from the era that I come from with dudes with spitting and Capitol Hood and yeah. Capitol Street, you know, that's I just that's what I do. Definitely. Have you have you heard the um the whole Trinidad James and Mano situation with the whole I mean I was I heard about it. My man put me on the speed and the uh other day I was listening to the radio and I think they actually got on the phone, phone with each yeah. other, right? Yeah. yeah. But stuff like that. I mean, I didn't hear the actual comment that he made, but yeah. from what I heard He's like we run New York type thing. See, that's not what I heard. The 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 way it was broken down to me, it was just saying like it was taking a shot at some of these uh, program directors and saying why they don't play New York radio. See, maybe I had to hear yeah, it. But you got to hear it. But that it, makes like more every, sense. Yeah. It, you, you and gotta, that has been the problem. Yeah. It's like, you know, just uh, and if it that And if that was the case, I kind of agree. You know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But for, for dudes to actually be beefing or, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's what well, I said. I, I want to get out of character. When that. your next project, you know what I'm saying, comes is going to be the winter, right? Yeah. What's, and yeah, then, yeah, yo, yeah. we'd like to have you, you know, yeah, come back come up. Yeah, definitely come back, man. No, I definitely want to come up here. And Ron for us. Yeah, 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 yeah my bad. <laughs> that shit, you know. Yeah, we could, do, we could do the whole show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We could do the whole show. So we got Joe, Joe on the ones and twos. We're going to close out with some nature. Yeah, definitely. That's what's up. Y'all already know. Bodega Code Cuts Radio Show every Friday. Friday. 5 to 8 p.m. With yes, nature. nature. Y'all already know. QB, baby. Peace. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? When real shit come back. Music on band. Yeah.